0: Hi! Welcome to Season 2 of the Silver Line Podcast, an audio version of our video streams that we hold weekly. They're edited a little bit to make them a little more concise.
1: My name is Roland Mann. I'm the head honcho at Silverline, and we have a great time making fun comics that we think that you'll enjoy. So thank you for listening, and maybe go check out some of our comics if you haven't already. <laughs> Creating Beyond Calculation, Beyond Politics, Beyond the Big Two. It's the boys town tonight. Look at us. <laughs> the core group. No bar. But uh, uh, we've got uh, a special okay. show tonight. We've got the paragon of pencils himself. Rob Davis is going to be demonstrating for us how to pencil a comic book page. Any a comic book page? Well,
2: yeah. yeah. And, I didn't know Rob could draw. Uh,
1: ah, yeah. yeah. Every now and then. It's a hobby of his. It's a hobby. Uh, it
2: is I'm, still yeah, I'm still practicing. I'm <laughs> still practicing. I bet you my stick learning. figures are better than yours, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> See how it's going
1: to be. Aaron set the tone, kids. All right, uh, Aaron, most- It is.
3: Aaron.
4: Oh yeah! Look <laughs> at that. out.
1: <laughs> it's going to be a very mature discussion tonight, kids. I can tell already. Uh, I'm Dean Zachary, your host. We have, uh, besides uh, Rob Davis, we have. Uh, one of the wizards uh, here of word smithing, uh, Rory Boyle. We also have the superior Skeptic, uh, Aaron Humphreys. Uh, yes. Do we have another wizard on the way? Do you know, Rory? Uh, is Scott going to make be. it tonight? He is well, trying. Uh, so. I hope so. Uh, we, we, need, we need both wizards of word play tonight <laughs> if we're going to banter successfully. It'll, yeah. It'll really turn
3: into the, the old guys from the Muppets. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) really well, Statler and Waldorf personified. So, uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) me and
2: Roy, could be those hecklers liking the Muppet show. Look at this guy, that's (laughs) That's who we're talking
3: talking about, man. Jeez, me too. Let's get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, what
1: what, we're gonna set the table here and just uh, let everybody know what Rob (laughs) is working on. First of all, for people who may not know, uh, Rob Davis is a, a veteran, a legend, as you know, uh, he's worked on Star Trek and a lot of things you'd know about, uh, the book he's working on now, uh, is called Boston Bombers, correct, right. Rob? Right, correct, correct. And, That's uh, right. give us, give us just a little, you know the TV Guide tagline of of what this is about as we oh, as we get into it. Oh my!
5: It. Oh my goodness! This is not mm-hmm. this is not one for an elevator ride to pitch. Uh, <laughs> um, this is this is an alternate universe in which uh, Jesus was a woman,
4: Okay and oh.
5: World War II never took place. Oh, okay. airships, so... airships, and prop airplanes are still. The uh, the height of aerospace
3: Man, I can't at, tell
5: it's in the 1980s. In the 1980s, when this was actually 80s or 90s, when Ron first wrote this, this was the, this is a follow up to a series he wrote back in the uh, so uh, late 80s, to... early 90s. Okay. What year is this the comic is...
2: supposed to be in?
5: It's in the. It's set in the 80s. 80s oh, 1980s.
2: 90s. Okay, the comic yeah. is set in the 1980s. Okay. Yes. Uh huh.
5: Because that's when he that's when he wrote it originally. I mean, okay. it's. It's kind of, since it's an alternate universe, it could really be any time.
2: Mm-hmm. So okay. I, I, I The mean, idea is like that, because it looks like almost ancient Rome, but it's supposed to well, be the idea.
5: What, I was just about to explain that. This oh, is, okay. This is a flashback. The first oh, about four okay. or five pages are a flashback to the Roman era, which is, okay. the, the, it, the Romans have existed all, the, they, they didn't lose. The barbarians didn't take them over. The Roman Empire didn't fall. Okay. So the Roman Empire is still out there, okay, and and this is going back to when when the, all the the differences from our universe to this universe they they uh, the Roman Empire actually moved to Africa, okay. It, so it's kind of so there's a lot of uh, African Americans or Africans, black people who are uh, who are part of the Roman Empire because of this, and we're going okay. back into that's this, this is a flashback to that time period. Where the Romans are moving into Africa and the page after the one I'm drawing now is when that big clash between a, an African army and the Roman army happens. So this okay. is the lead in, this is the lead into that. Show us, the, I mean, yeah. show
1: us this. Show us this the spectacular opening shot where you have <laughs> Well actually that, that spectacular shot
5: is and Ron is real good about writing stories. Your first page is, you know, you're you're starting to set the scene and then you sure. turn the page over and you see something even more that this is page 1. Okay. Okay, oh, we wow. showing out the Africa belt, there's you know zebras sure. kind of setting the, and there's a lion about to attack them, but you hear the stomp of a okay. and it's a Roman sandal and then Boom! It goes to a big page of the Roman Legion. That's incredible. Uh, with you know, with these two lead-in panels up here at the oh, top. That's amazing. And then amazing. the third panel where they're talking, and again, you see the a shot of the Roman Legion and an elephant. So that you, it, it just kind of solidifies where you are, yeah. And okay. what's going on? And then, okay. then that's the end of that. And then we go to this page I'm working on now.
2: Okay, so and, I mean, page four you're working on now. Page yeah, four, page, yes. okay. This is page yes. four here. Yeah,
1: it says, okay. uh, "Yep, page four. <laughs> Aaron, when you get a moment, could you share with us the uh, rough mm-hmm. thumbnail of that page? Just because I want to want to build up to what Rob is is doing yeah. here. But can you tell yeah, us I... while while that's happening, uh, Rob? Can you share with us approximately when you sit down into do a page from after you pull the reference? Um, how long does it take from concept thumbnail to complete pencils first? And then I want to know how long it takes to ink. But just when you sit down, you, you've, you've got your references, you've read over mm-hmm. the script, right? Yeah. And, uh, and you've got your thumbnail. How long does it take to get a pencil page in general? In general? Um, yeah, usually a day,
5: sometimes okay. less. It depend, depends on how much detail. I mean when we're talking you know a legion yeah that that <laughs> took this That's... page took a little longer than that right it's a little <laughs> intense this one yes. took like 3 days yes because wow. you know, I start I start by doing you know the foreground guys right you can see the uniforms you know I got reference for that and then you know I had to work my way back and uh-huh. uh, fortunately uh, unfortunately the the picture that I had for this That I use, that I put on on my light box to kind of set the stage here. Uh, Mm It 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 undulates, so I can't cut and paste Mm -hmm. to make the depth. But these guys off over here, these Uh guys on horseback, they Uh they could be cut and pasted. So they actually in the in the one that I've used extend all the way back here. Wow! Because I cut and pasted them behind.
3: So, so would you draw cut. it like in a as a larger scale and then yeah, I'd see these are larger. It down. They're,
5: they're closer to the front. That's why rather than dry them small and then try and blow them up, I drew the mm-hmm. big one first and mm-hmm. then just slid them behind in Photoshop.
2: so you cut
5: you cut these guys out and paste them over and then yeah, you, and then after you cut them, they're still they're still in the in the uh, the copy box. So you just paste, shrink, paste, shrink, paste, shrink. So it works pretty yeah. quick. But that so that part was real fast. <laughs> yeah. After I got it drawn, but the rest, you know, that took a while. Yeah. But you know, I mean, but that, that really grabs you, that panel grabs oh, yeah. you it, it really does. does.
2: So have you ever us. been have you ever been tempted I know it's a stupid question, because I've Uh-oh. been tempted to to like draw somebody picking their nose or flipping the bird in the crowd? Just to see if anyone would even <laughs> notice. <laughs> I,
5: I've done things like that, yeah. Okay, so
1: he <laughs> has. All right. So, uh-huh, all right. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: There's none there's of a, that
1: here, unfortunately. But There's yeah. a mischievous streak. You draw Waldo in there? <laughs> like, Waldo? <laughs> yeah, Waldo's in there. That's right.
4: And, no,
5: but uh, I could have. Uh, yeah. Actually, I, I, I wish I had now.
2: <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. <coughs> but let yeah. me know when you want me to share the screen. Do you want me to go ahead and do that? Now yeah. Or? Go ahead
1: and do that. Let's uh, find it. I want to share Wednesday sh- <laughs> Wham messenger page yeah. I I shared it. I shared it. This with This is him. He, uh, okay. the Preliminary. Yeah. Rough. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's get the. Yeah. I'll get the page here so you can see what the differences are. So tell us what what were you tasked with? You you read in the script and you decided yeah. okay I'm gonna start. It looks like you're you're starting with a relative. Close up of uh, two soldiers.
5: Yeah, there's uh, a centurion, and uh, I forget what the other guy's rank is. But he's mm-hmm. a higher ranking. He's uh, uh, he's above a centurion. And I'm not sure what that is. Okay. I have to the script. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, well, it won't even be on this page. But the character's name is is Augustus, I believe. Uh, not it's not Caesar Augustus, but it's, his name is Augustus. And uh, the two of them have been talking from the previous page uh about coming into africa and what why they're there in africa and talking mm-hmm. about that and then, then the second panel is uh them noticing two scouts riding up on horseback and then ah. we flip the then on panel two we flip the camera from the side where the uh where the scouts are and we see from kind of from their side and we see the two people who've been talking earlier in the background and also off to the right there you see a few of the Roman soldiers and, yes. then, and then we then we flip the camera back again from from uh, to kind of echo that second panel but from the other direction and how they're being greeted. And then the, the last panel is an echo of panel one or page page one where uh, a foot stumps down in the, in the lower right hand corner. So that's yes, what that's, that's what I that's just see that. About. We have
1: uh, one of our viewers, Dante, says those look great. Thank, thank you, you, Barry. Thank you, Dante, <laughs> thank Excuse me. Thank you. Um, no, that that's uh, so. There you go. You have you and have this that. This is and the
2: other one. Okay.
1: This we go to the page where it, it gets refined. And that's the rough pen, Here, that's
5: the very rough pencils.
4: Okay. Okay. Uh, that's
5: what I call. It. It's essentially what I call a gesture drawing. You're just trying okay. to lay in. Yeah. The, you're just trying to lay in the characters.
4: That's what I do. I do a lot yeah. too.
5: Yeah, if you remember from the first, from the thumbnails, these two guys up in the upper left-hand corner, they were facing towards us before. Uh-huh. And the reason that I turned them like that away from us is, the one on the left is speaking first in the dialogue.
1: Ah, uh, yes. On the right
5: is speaking second in the dialogue. You have to be sure when you're drawing a comic book that you don't make it make the letterer's job even harder. And it, it's it, it's good in this case since I'm the letterer, <laughs> as well as, as the yeah. anchor and penciler. But but at the, so I know approximately how much room to leave. But I I also noted well, wait a minute. This dialogue happens this way, so to make it easier, the uh, I had to I had to ter- flip the the uh, camera just a little bit. Plus, it also helps lead into that next panel a little better. Does that it, would
2: would that be considered? Now I don't know, like breaking the one eighty rule, which I don't think really works in comics. But I know mm-hmm. in movies; they talk about that. I,
5: well, in cinematography, and I usually try to follow it,
2: but this yeah. page breaks that rule. Like, and I think five. I think it works. I just, I've heard yeah. that before. Where, and yeah. um,
5: what is the one eighty yeah. rule? And it, okay, I'm about. I'll explain it.
4: Okay. Uh,
5: all right, then this is what I'm teaching it to people: the one eighty rule. So let's say it's a Spider-Man comic book.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Spider-Man. Uh, goes out the window of his apartment complex. He swings from uh, panel side left to right, mm-hmm. leaving. And the, the camera is pointing at him that way. And this is, part, this, this is also a little bit of storytelling here as well. But the camera points looks at him that way. So later on in the story, when he comes back, you put that camera in the same place so that he swings in from the right to the left. Mm-hmm. But also... Yeah. When you're having two characters speaking, the 180 rule is you put when the, the establishing panel puts a plane between the two characters. Somehow you're you're cutting the pan the people in half, and and so you're on you're cutting the scene into a semicircle, and you can move that camera anywhere in that 180 degree area mm-hmm. during right. that discussion it, the, during the dialogue, so that so that it doesn't break the storytelling. Now it's, it's it's easier to break that rule in comics than it is in a movie. In a it movie, is. if you're if you're not if you're not following that 180 rule really closely, you can really confuse the viewer. Yeah. But if you if you, you it can be done a lot easier in comic books. I still try to follow that rule fairly closely. But mm-hmm. you you want it like it, you the the camera, your characters, you see so 360 degrees. You put. Yeah. However, you've got those characters standing, speaking to each other. You split that, that in half, and you only go in this area around them. You don't it go behind sense. them. But right. makes but sense. Did a lot of it? times, uh, a lot of times, what I can do is uh, I will rotate the camera all the way around. You can do that yes. too because they do that in they movies do. as well. They but do. you're going this when you go around behind them, you're still moving in that same direction.
2: It sure. usually so, is mostly used for cuts. Um, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're like if, if you're rotating the camera, you can see the motion. So uh, the one I was always explaining, I think Robbie's explained it too, is if somebody's standing to the right if somebody's standing to the left talking to each other, I'm getting right. Mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, You should right. always keep left. them on the left and the right. Yep. And then if you cut to a scene and they're reverse, people yeah. are going to think they actually exchange places, that they actually moved, like stepped around yeah, the Yeah, exactly. So you it don't confuses the viewer. Happen. If you take the camera and rotate it, that's a different. But if you do cuts, when you're flipping it around, it looks like they're like moving back and forth. and, and it, Which it, is, it's which just is why you'll
5: see in a yeah. few Star Trek episodes, and I noticed it in a Perry Mason episode the other week, where they they when they did one of the cutaway scenes they probably didn't shoot at the same time they did the other mm, parts okay. of the scene mm-hmm. they actually flopped the negative so that the guy's part went from one side of his head to the other just okay. so they wouldn't break that 180 rule
4: yeah. and I've, mm. I've seen
5: that happen a couple of times in Star Trek as well where they did yeah. the same thing they flopped the negative and uh, it, and you can tell if it's if you're watching quick enough, you can see that the badge on their uniform, flips from one side to the other yeah mm-hmm. yeah and yeah it, 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 but that's usually because they've shot the scenes at different times it's and the whoever is in charge of continuity Was it keep, it. yeah yeah it's, so they flopped dra- the negative to make it work
2: yeah even when i'm drawing comics you really have to pay attention to continuity uh even in details of like yeah you, you put know, a like glass down on the, the table thing.
5: it can't move by itself yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's weird. You get out. used yeah, to it yeah. pretty soon.
2: Unconsciously, you're yeah. just kind of doing it. Um, mm-hmm. But it is weird uh, if you see it done. Yeah. And then you're like, "Oh wait, how did that?" And it's just they weren't paying attention. <laughs> so, so
3: to, to fix continuity. it. Say you had a, so you had like that classic circular scene, like all the yeah. bad guys, yeah. you know, their screens yeah. are all in a circle or a, a, a ritual or a ceremony. Yeah, you'd have that establishing shot of the exactly. circle. And then right. you only have to rely on close-ups, right? right. You'd be spending yeah, no, so too. much.
5: Yeah. So you've got it. So when you do those close-ups, if that guy was facing from one side, from the left to the right, mm-hmm. when you do the close-ups, he should still be looking left to right. Yeah. And your camera can only move in that one hundred and eighty-degree circle. Yeah. I mean, Not you can have it, you can almost have him looking into the camera if you move that camera far enough, right, but right. you can't go past that that plane.
2: Yeah, that it's a general rule of seat. thumb.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's general. Control. Control.
1: Yeah, people adjust yeah. to it. The the along with staging, the other element they have to pay attention to, and I see that as well. Leave enough room for lettering, no matter where the lettering yeah. is going to go. <laughs> yeah. um, you got to leave enough room because one of the one of the mistakes people make. Uh, is they want to fill every corner of the panel. Mm-hmm. It helps to keep in mind that in general, above the heads of the characters uh, is a good place to leave dead space for uh, balloons, yeah. for tar balloons, and, that's, and so on. That's
5: the page with the dialogue in it. I mean, here's yeah, there's yeah, yeah, there's panel panel one, panel two. Fortunately, you know, panel two doesn't have a whole lot of dialogue in it, but it give it more impact. You know, you put it, you put it in the middle of a big empty space like that. And, but you, you try to leave a, a lot of room. And when I'm lettering, I try to, I, I don't see this a lot in modern, modern lettering, but it, uh, I go by the old rule it has got to be anchored to the sides of the panel. Somehow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There are yeah. some, if you want to make a big impact, you can put it like floating in there with a, with a nice long uh, arrow coming out. Pointer. Of it, you know, yeah. A pointer. A Pointer. Uh-huh. But I always try to, to anchor it. Like my intention is to anchor it the first dialogue there. And maybe if I have to put it down here for the second one. But that so that'll help carry you through. And again, we'll see where the where it leads to put that other panel, other uh, so panel it's, that, it's, on that panel. It's,
1: it's fair, it's fair it's to flow. say that I iFlow is a concern with lettering and you're leaving room for that. Mm-hmm. As you develop the pencils, you're leaving room, you know, uh, in the negative spaces or the unrendered areas of each panel for the upcoming letter okay. to, to carry your eye from panel to panel. But I wanted to touch on something else, too. Okay. As you're rendering uh, for those pencilers, aspiring pencilers out there, as you're rendering, do you render and finish each panel at a time or do you bounce from panel to panel? Um, do you complete, uh, in other words, panel one, done, go to panel two, done, or is that part of your uh, work habit or do you just draw and let it flow well, as it comes Well, you to- know,
5: it, we did that,
1: we, uh, we showed that uh, gesture drawing earlier.
5: yes. So yes. what I'll do is I'll go and it'll, it'll essentially lay in the gesture drawing for the whole page. And okay, I'll come and then I'll come back and tighten up the pencils. Yeah. Uh, now I'm I'm doing tighter pencils here be, for the demonstration, but since I'm inking this, a lot of times yes. I'll leave it a lot looser. Like this panel down here at the bottom.
2: You, okay. You can see
5: there's a lot of overdrawing. There's you know the background where everything's going here. That'll yes. all get re- erased out, but it's still there. So you know if if another inker got this, he might go, well, does he want me to do these lines too or? You know what's going on here, but as the inker, I know that's all going to go away. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's normally how I leave it for myself, actually, even a little looser than this
1: is. Can we see close? Can we see a close up of that, Rob? Uh, close to the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah, see, that's much, much looser than the other, yeah. So, okay, another good, good rule of thumb here if you're inking for your, I mean, if you're penciling for yourself. It's a completely different approach than penciling for someone else who's going to ink it. Um, yeah, it, the
5: old rule I heard was an editor once told me don't don't leave room for the inker to screw it up.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Trying to, I'm trying to figure out
2: how to get Rob as the main focus here since he's giving the pencil. Rob, Rob
1: has to do it. Rob, okay, Rob,
2: can you? That way, because you're showing your pencils, but your screen is so small that I'm thinking if we can get you into a more of a like a main like a bigger picture, like now that bit, like let's see,
5: oh, I think yeah, something I know, like that, but there.
2: instead of Dean, have you be there so yes. people can see pictures? Yeah, if picture. you can
1: choose,
2: yeah. So I think on your end, underneath the little the little <laughs> like screen layout things,
5: I don't see anything.
2: Hmm, let's see. Here.
5: Yeah, I don't. I don't have any of that. Uh, okay. okay. I'm on an iPad. I, I don't know if it's got any of that or not. Dude, oh, it should still, have it under the. Oh, it says session. Mic Cam settings.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a way. There's a full one. Yeah, there's a full how we one get too. Him priority. Hold on. Let me move him solo. Hey, Scott, you hide those
3: bodies. Oh yeah. Scott! yeah
1: welcome my friend Wait, okay, so we can, there there
2: we know, hold on they're they're now Hi, everybody no, no it's gonna Whatever keep doing it okay i can't figure it out i'll figure it out later okay <laughs> when like, he shows something we'll just second. make yeah but no one else was showing up so i mean
4: so.
5: yeah that's the that's the drawback yep.
2: yeah yeah so to figure this
1: out. scott as you can tell we are are well into uh, a page from uh, boston bombers and uh what we've seen some amazing work already that Rob's already completed in terms of an entire Roman legion um, advancing on the African Velt uh, is a beautiful shot. If you want to review that, for Scott, uh, Rob, it's just an amazing scene. Look, look oh, at that! Wow. Right?
4: That's so
0: cool. So,
1: yeah. So next time you think we don't do anything as pencilers, yeah. So see <laughs> Oh that's yeah, that's what I think yeah. most of the time. You... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> but, yeah. And in, the, guys, and just in the script fun. all it says is I don't know why it charging so much. Okay, trust I the bell. Doodling. That's why does it take them so long, right? Why does it? <laughs> <laughs> I used to we used to talk about that um uh, an upcoming guest, uh, uh, Steve Englehart, uh, is a writer I, I had the good oh, fortune to work with early well, on. I definitely want to be here for him.
5: Yeah, uh, yeah. I, that's, I, uh, I love his that's, work.
1: That'll be announced later, but uh, he wrote a scene, and uh, it was it was in a large stadium, and I remember joking, "When yeah, <laughs> easy to write, hard to draw. So, yeah. You know, it takes you about, what, like 10 seconds to write, a fully crowded stadium of cheering fans, and then a penciler shears that and goes, Oh man, that's my day. That's my whole day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it oh, right man. there. So it's yeah, a lot of brain power You learn well, it's not only that, you learn how to budget time. Talk to us a little bit about after you read the script for a page and you know, okay, I've got a crowd scene in here. Does that affect how much detail you put into subsequent panels, Rob? Or do you adjust yes. for that? Okay. Yes. Okay.
5: Yes, especially if it's if it's if there's an establishing panel, I uh-huh. put a lot of detail in it. I work okay. out in my mind where everything's got to be, so that okay. when when we do close-ups, I can leave out all the extraneous stuff that I put in in the background because it's already uh-huh. in the reader's mind. So all you yeah, have okay. to worry about is say you 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 it's a dining room and you got these two people sitting at a dining dining room table and uh-huh. they're drink they're you know they're drinking or they're eating or whatever so you've established where all that is plus all the stuff that's in the background and right. you go so when you start doing the back and forth dialogue between the two characters or three or however many's at the table you only have to draw you know the the glass that's in their hand. Or you know something that establishes they're still at the table, but you okay. don't have to put all that extraneous stuff in. You correct. You build you build it with that establishing panel, and then you play off of it for the rest of the page
1: or the rest of that sequence if it's like a two or three page sequence. Does that also work for no matter how complex the stage is? Let's say you're on the bridge of the enterprise.
0: You've got to yeah. spend
1: some some time. On that establishing shot of the bridge, right? Because you know fans are going to scream and cry, and right, you hate it. If you don't get it and, right, yeah, yeah you got to get and, it right, right, and protest in front of your house yeah. if you you didn't draw the captain's chair right. There's not, yeah, there's buttons exactly. on that arm, you know, and all that stuff. So I know because Scott does that all the time. Oh. so <laughs> that being said, yeah. um, thanks, Scott. <laughs> you know, you you have to pick and choose your battle, so to speak. So if you let's right. see, average, you got a five panel page. That establishing panel might be your bridge, but mm-hmm. then in subsequent panels, how do you handle that? Because that's a techno background, right? So how right. do you establish that we're still on the bridge? How do you handle that in, in subsequent? Handle? Yeah, like in subsequent panels, do you just well, say, well, it, I'm just going to do like a right"? Well, a what shadow is, or a shape? No, yeah,
5: you do or, shadows or you just do a shape or you'll... Or you count on the fact that the word balloon is going to cover up a <laughs> yeah. lot of things anyway. You get a uh, meme, meanwhile, that- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> wow. else. Yeah, something Four else. Thing, later. Yeah. <laughs> but if you if you've established where everyone is really well, and then you can just throw a few details in to keep people cued in as to where they are uh-huh. at, at viewing the scene. Okay. So it, that's how terms- that's how I cover it anyway
1: what about what about lighting how important is lighting as a penciler and do you make those decisions uh before you do the rough layouts or do they develop as you they de- go they usually develop as i go uh, it's not okay. really it's important
2: that's why i just paint all my no. pages black yeah
5: <laughs> we we can well, tell that's wally wood you know when in uh-huh. doubt yeah. black <laughs> it out <laughs> black it out right right, right. yeah but yeah, it, it, if you've established where everything is, then you don't have to do all the detail every right. single panel. I mean, right. you still want every once in a while, especially if it's if it's a sequence that lasts for a while, uh, you might yeah. you may want to go back in and, uh, and 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 show people where you still are, uh, especially if they've moved at all. You in the scene, you want to go. Okay, well, where are they now? And so right. you you pull back. And, and and you show where they are. But a lot of times, you know, if you're doing dialogue between a couple of characters, you may do them in silhouette. To, yeah. You know, yeah. To, to, that, that eliminates having to draw any background at all. So uh, it, there's little tricks to, that there are time savers. That when you're, I mean, we're not, here at Silverline, we're not into that because we don't have deadlines that we necessarily <laughs> have to meet. So That's you can do a rolling. lot more
1: I yeah, yeah, tried he saying that to Roland one one time and, and he got well there. but
5: Well <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Here's the thing though. I mean I had enough time that I could quite I could knock stuff out pretty quick. Oh so, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. You know, what you, you mean is easy. we don't
1: we don't have the, the hard deadlines of the no. uh, the the factory style of crank it out every day you no don't. matter what. You know, we've got a little more time because
5: yeah, we're we're
1: project based, not day to day. Exactly.
5: Based. That's that's the best way um, that's, to put it right there. Well,
1: that's how I like to characterize it. So Roland doesn't yeah. throw his stuff back. Um, <laughs> in, in terms of uh, so you d- is it fair to say you do an establishing shot every time there's a new scene?
5: Yes, that right. pretty much calls
1: for an establishing shot at that.
5: Point. Yeah. Now, now sometimes what you'll start with is uh you'll do a you change a scene and it's a real close up. It's real fun close-up. But then okay. the first opportunity you get, then you do an establishing shot okay. of where they are. But, okay. you know, it's, it just depends on what, what the script calls for. But, you know, you try to slip it in where you can. Right. Uh, but, yeah.
1: But, what yeah, about a try- new main character, Rob? What do, what do you do? Like, let's say the next page the script calls for, okay, this is a major character. Let's say it's the villain of the piece, and this is the yeah. first time we're seeing him. How do you handle... The introduction of a very significant character. Uh, I mean, do you do a full body splash? Do you do like you know, at least on what from it, the waist Depends up on what or? it
5: calls for. Okay. Depends on what it calls for. If it's you know if it's dialogue, what part of his? If he's doing a, a monologue, what part? Of, what's what's the monologue about? It, it, or we want? Do we want to see more of his expression, or do we want to see what the guy looks like uh, all over? You know, it just depends on what uh, what the script so, calls for. So,
1: okay, so you're but, you're yeah. more you're more sensitive to what the script's calling for. I'm one of these guys who just says, "Hey, I'm going to do a splash page with this with this villain because he's you know it's cool." Yeah. Unless the script specifically says we don't want to reveal him yet. If the script says this is the big reveal, I'll find right. a way to to make that a splash. Because what I'm getting at is a yeah. lot of guys starting out. They want every page to be a pinup, right? Explain yeah. to us. Explain to us the problem <laughs> with making every page a pinup. Why? Why, and why is the that last issue,
2: pin-up? the death of Superman, was so bad because of that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, there. There you go. Yeah, There's a, a good one.
5: Yeah, I, it's that's been so good, long good, since good I read one. that I have no idea what what that was actually like anymore. But uh, yeah, that's it, the thing is a lot of artists work that way because they 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 want something they can sell it at, at a convention okay to, to make why a why is that anywhere. bad
1: what what are the practical reasons that that's not a good way to go if you're an aspiring uh, penciler well it, are
5: you well it, it gets down to what are you trying to tell the story that's or are it. you trying to yeah it, it, the that's story what I'm looking calls for. for certain beats and it's yeah. te- te- talks for certain things to be emphasized if you're always emphasizing just the action uh, uh-huh. over the emotional moments, and that's kind of, that after a while, I, I mean, I, unless you're watching uh, professional wrestling, uh, yeah, you're doing that kind of a comic book, you know, that, that constant beating on each other, is, that gets old after a while. You know, yeah. how many issues with that do you re- does anybody really want to
4: see?
1: Yeah, so, well, he, I mean, you know, Transformers movies and, and you know, mm-hmm. It's kind yeah. of that, right? Those uh, aside, yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> right. I think robots <laughs> beating each other up, yeah, right, yeah.
5: I, I'm, I personally, I'm not into that,
1: but, right? Yeah, so, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, but what we're what we're saying in essence is, if you if you have a through line and a story to tell, that should be carried through the action, also,
5: right? It shouldn't uh-huh. be
1: gr- a gratuitous action page. Uh, I want, as since we're stumbled into the discussion of action and how to illustrate it. Um, when you come up on a fight scene between two major characters, whether it's a duel in ancient Rome, or two spandex characters, or a Star Trek character... Or me you know, and fighting, just fighting, fighting over something. An alien. <laughs> yeah, or, or me and Aaron fighting over the, something in a scene. The most epic um, of all fights.
4: The, the most, most epic of, of all fight scenes. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs>
1: when, many, when you approach that, how do you, how do you approach it? Do you want to let it continue the story? or do you do what i see some artists do what i call a fight montage page what are your thoughts on the through story action versus the thought, the fight montage page? montage
4: gonna do a montage. montage you know <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I i used to see a lot of especially uh,
5: silver age books where you know the characters were talking in each panel and uh-huh. there's no way that the action that they were t- that they were taking in the panel Gave them enough time to say all those words, uh-huh. so you know that mm-hmm. that 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 works in that sort of setting. But
4: uh, mm-hmm. so <laughs> <you're> trying...
5: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Stan, Stan Lee, mm-hmm. Stan Lee on uh-huh. some of the Jack Kirby stuff. Sure,
2: uh, yeah. Sure. There
5: were uh, there were a couple of times I remember S- Stan actually going, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to put any dialogue on this page. I'm just going to let Stan show you. That show yeah. you the fight and so that's that's what happens but if you if you've got again it comes to the story and what you're trying to tell uh if the uh if there's a lot of uh, exposition that needs to go on that page then uh-huh. a montage will work nicely for that uh uh-huh. so that that gives lots of room for the letterer to put in all the just the uh the exposition that needs to go in for that scene Okay. But uh you, you, uh, you could do it either way. But that if, if you've got a lot of exposition, yeah, a montage would, would be really good for that, I would think.
1: Well, always a training montage if your character's gonna, you know, <laughs> run up steps, lift weights, <laughs> the, yeah. the
0: punching bag, the body, drinking, bag. <laughs> the, yeah, uh, drink, you
1: know, I, you, drinking.
0: To be egg, honest, I can't, chopping, I can't ordering. remember,
1: <laughs> yeah,
5: I can't remember ever drawing any, any uh, sequences like that,
2: okay, but, uh, okay, but.
5: I can I can see where they would be necessary. I, I, right. I don't rec- I don't recall ever having to do any. Dean else. Dean
2: did some of that. Well, you do fight montages. You did that in that Silver Blade um Christmas I did. special.
1: I did. I, I you know being limited to six pages was oh uh yeah. that that was That's- part of the reason I went for a montage. Uh, a lot of time if I've got more time like the normal length of a comic twenty two to twenty four. Um, I will I will do a couple of pages, maybe three, where I take the characters through the stage itself. I like to destroy the stage if I can. I also like to add, you know, environmental uh, debris, you know, uh, around the fight. And also, I like, I like the characters to, if they have to, to grab what's around them to use in yes. the fight. I always thought that was that's, cool, too.
5: That's what Kirby was just... <laughs>
1: I love I'm doing
5: genius that. at doing that. I mean, right. the fight between the Hulk and the Thing.
4: In, yeah, uh, in,
5: in like like I think it's issue twenty five or twenty six of Fantastic Four, uh-huh. where the, the at one point, uh, the Thing climbs up this building, and the Hulk grabs the bottom of the building and starts shaking it. <laughs> right. So, and another one where where the Thing uh, grabs grabs uh the, the hulk ends up going down a manhole or something and the thing uh oh the thing goes down in the manhole and the hulk reaches in and what the thing has done is grabbed a bunch of wires and stuck them up there for the hulk to grab onto there's just and things it's, like that yeah just, know, just clever ripping a, ripping a bus in
1: half to get to right. the thing so right. just
5: stuff like that
1: yeah that's pretty well, impressive I want to drill down a bit more on what you're working on. Now um, we can see on the screen when, when you go into ink, do you fill in the solids first and feather outward or do you outline everything? How do you, how do you like I, to,
5: I, I usually kind of start with an outline
1: okay, and then, and then go in and fill in any, uh,
5: any feathering or, you know, any shading that needs to be done. Uh, I, I'm, I am not real strong on spotting blacks. Okay. So sometimes I will come back after I've inked a page and I go, that needs more blacks somewhere. <laughs> so right, I will right. go, I will go in and lay areas. Like I, I've set like, this area right here. That's going to be uh, like bushes or something. And that'll mm-hmm. be black. And right. then uh, maybe some other issues. And the same thing on this middle panel here. There's going to, you know, this tree, that'll be all black. And some other stuff in the background to kind of to kind of make everything come forward,
1: pop forward, sure. Yeah, what about so? Do you use if you were penciling this? It may be fair to say that a lot of aspiring pencilers are going to be starting out penciling for someone else to ink. When Mm -hmm. you're when you're tasked with that job, what things do you have to pay attention to besides? drawing a well-defined figures and objects and backgrounds and lighting and all the things we have to worry about. Do you use the common notations of X's for large areas of Why? Okay.
5: Yeah. And and
1: I will also do
5: when I did a lot of Star Trek stuff and I'd have to do a starry background.
1: why, Why
5: would I go through and draw each little star? Oh, no, no.
1: No, you say know, black, I,
5: with I, yeah, yeah. black with stars. Yeah, BWS. Black with stars in the upper left, and then BWS over the rest of it to make sure that they know this area. Because sometimes you'll have a have a planet in there somewhere, but you want to sure. make sure that all the black black with stars is around it. So yeah, you just have to you have to indicate stuff like that. But X X is uh, what what most uh, newcomers don't realize is what does he mean putting those X's in there. Am I supposed to? Am I supposed to ink in the X? No, that whole yeah. area is supposed it's to have black in it. So, right. So I always. How, I, actually always number.
2: I always fill in my <laughs> uh with pencil. Fill in my blocks with pencil. Just and that's yeah. just so if I resell it, it, it doesn't look like a bunch of see, a, a page with a bunch of X's. I don't know. I always have. I'm just, I do. You know,
1: I do the same. Unless I, I, there were times when I was in such a rush, and if I knew yeah. the page wasn't a particularly. Signature page that might sell at a show or what have you. I would go ahead and do the X's, right. but if it was a it was a cover or a, a signature action page that might actually sell, then I, I would do what you're talking about. I would fill it in. Okay. Scott, I can tell you're uh, you're chomping at the bit there, being a Star Uh-oh. Trek fan. You and Rory as well. <laughs> uh, do you have any specific you know ask the penciler of Star Trek uh, some questions? Surely, surely there's some bumping around in that fertile uh, mind so of yours.
0: R- mm-hmm. Rory, go ahead.
3: Who does your hair?
1: <laughs> nice. Nice.
3: Well, you... I, think, I think he does it himself. <laughs> now, is there, a preferred, <laughs> is there a preferred brand of pencil and ink pens and paper and all that? Okay, that's a mine, right? right?
4: Yeah.
1: No, it's an okay. art line. I can't. Okay, yeah, I see it now. Are there, those yeah, the refi- yeah, are those refillable ones.
2: No. Okay. I used it's to use a pre- pediograph, but they just became too much of a pain. They, yeah, they, are, they are.
5: Yeah, as <sighs> it's, it's, you, you got to do this constantly. With to get them yeah, and they choke no, and they I, sputter. I mean, and, some, no, no, no.
2: I've
5: uh, got some of those. I've got what? This is what? That's what I used to do my. Yeah, I mean,
2: videographs. Yeah, That's no, all
5: I use them for. I even lettered with these things at one time. God, uh, my, at the end of a lettering session, my hand was like that.
2: Yeah, it, yeah you gotta, uh,
5: they're horrible.
1: you need a good adult beverage after after eating those. <laughs> so, uh, uh, while I'm doing it, yeah, the letters get progressively
0: clear, Charles Schultz-like, together. Yeah.
1: So, so Rob, what about the pencil itself? Do you have a preferred brand of pencil? since, no, since we're I kind of focusing a, on that? I just use a
5: uh, a mechanical pencil. And yeah. whatever oh, okay. These, okay. Are, okay. these what, are what about a, 0.5 millimeter mm, uh, pencils. Yeah, tail. same here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. And an HB. HB uh, is led. what
2: you use? Yeah, okay. HB is what I use. The which only okay. thing Like a number I,
5: two pencil.
2: Yeah, Basically, oh. yeah. The only thing I get picked on, hold your pen pencil up again. Uh, th- see the end of it? See how there's like a long metal thing? You try to find uh, mechanical pencils that have like a long metal, like mm. with the cylinder. Because you've seen ones where it'll, it'll come in at the very end. I like, see how it cones and the yeah. pencil, comes out, pencil line comes out at the very end of the cone. That drives yeah, me nuts. Right? So it's right. got to have like a little yeah. metal like yeah. tube coming out. Yeah. The show. Then Okay, then I'm happy. So I do okay, get a little so, tickler on like well, that, how I want my mechanical pencils to do, but most of the time. Man, why that, doesn't that surprise reasons,
1: me at all? <laughs> one of the reasons me. to
5: do that is when you're doing straight lines, if you've got yep. that metal,
4: uh, you can just rest that on the yeah,
5: side of it. Yeah, exactly. And then you'll get a yes. straight yeah. right.
3: Okay, you got,
5: if you just got just the lead sitting there, every time you put any pressure
1: on it, you're going to snap it right off. You're going to snap great. the lead right yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's uh, a
3: there's... good segue sorry, to that. So if you're using that, like I so said, that's like a little trick to make life easier on you. And I see you're wearing a glove, as you normally do, to not smear things. And then that piece of paper you have next to you that you rest your hand on? Yes. So these you are like little how... tricks of the trade. Where did you pick yeah. these you see up? see
1: how? Well... <laughs> Well, you smear pages and you hate. Them. All right. <laughs> yeah. In order, in order to be, I'm a, I'm a cheap bastard. Yeah. I will, I will buy
5: big pads or big sheets of bristol board that I use. I use strathmore 300 or 400 series bristol board, two ply, and I'll buy it in. I, I checked to see what the most economical way to get them was, and that's mm-hmm. to buy a, a, a very large piece that's. I think it's uh, twenty-two by thirty something, uh-huh. and I can cut three eleven by seventeen pages out of it by by yeah. laying them out properly.
4: Uh-huh. So,
5: but that always leaves a little extra. So that's what these are. I've got a whole selection of different sizes uh, of those. I've got. That's funny. I got I... Some, that size. That's, I got some that's that's
2: that's funny. Yeah. And I, I use um. I well, actually I went using uh, Bristol board years ago. I just buy reams of cardstock from, from the copy center.
5: Well, I, that's what I do for, my, uh, for yeah. my sketches that I do at conventions. Yeah, I, use, I just. Yeah, I use, I use that. But if I, like a, to do, yeah. if I need to do, uh, like, perspective, oh, yeah. uh, it runs off the page. Mm-hmm. I just oh, take,
3: great. take yeah. these,
5: you know, wherever I need them, and then I can run the ruler down that. So the, to the to to get a prop to say that the uh, the horizon line's way off over here somewhere. Sure, yeah, sure. So because it, so it won't be on the page. Right. And, but the yeah. So in order to get everything to flow, I have have to add a little piece on here. So that, I keep these handy uh, right next to my drawing board here. But these I don't remember why I got these really big ones. It's some you know I mean it's yeah it's eleven by seventeen. They're eleven inches wide. So I don't remember what those are from, but, but I, you can see this one's pretty dirty. Yeah. But that's because yeah, if the I just worse. rest my hand, if I just well, yeah, exactly. I'm getting, I'm, 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 my dad was a Yankee. So, you know, you know Yankees don't waste anything. You use everything that you <laughs> yeah. have. You don't throw in, you, you throw nothing away. Plus he was, he grew up in the depression.
2: So, oh, but yeah. yeah.
5: But in order to kind of cut down on the amount of smudges that are on here, I'll rest that. Especially when I'm inking, I'll rest that yeah. so I don't smudge what's here. And then I go, mm-hmm. wait a minute, all the details gone now because I rubbed it off with my glove. Right. So, but yeah, that's what that's for. You
1: know, it's a good shortcut, Rob, is uh, also the backing boards for comics make great smudge yeah. guards.
2: Yeah, I have some of those I use too. those all but,
5: the time. You know, but, uh, yeah, but these
4: are
5: you know. These are yeah, pretty that unique. works got a great. I, got yeah, a I, draw, on the,
2: uh, I use the cardboard out of, I buy those like huge uh, 14 by 17 pads of paper like Bristol. Yeah, I yeah. just tear the cardboard off the back and draw the cardboard. That's what I that's fa- from
5: the 14 by
2: 17. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. And it's that's like, and so right.
2: the cardboard gives a little, it's, it's, it's my able mm-hmm. is soft enough that it gives a little bit of a push in. So when I'm drawing on my, um, cardstock which is not the, yeah. the best i can kind of push into the paper a little bit to make those dark lines so if you right. actually feel my pencils you can actually just like braille it's like hey look you can feel it all so but that's right. why and i feel it and so i just take the cardboard off but yeah most artists i think as they go along usually just end up <coughs> bastardizing all their supplies to just get what they want out of it like they're hard yeah. to, to do that absolutely um, Yeah, it's been very rare that I go into art stores and buy a bunch of supplies. I'm just always tearing something up and ripping something apart to do what I need.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the backing board, too, has an interesting phenomenon in that one side is slick and the other is matte. So you Mm -hmm. turn the slick side down, and it won't pick up the lead as much as the – Matte finish well, that's that's a good one. So do you, that's get, a good do you get Silver yeah.
0: Age, Golden Age, or Modern backing boards? Which one, Dean? Do you, do you uh, I actually to... Modern. <laughs> <spot>? <laughs> yeah, for those, those are really, really taking notes here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I, I mean, hey, uh, Aaron's particular about his hey, pencil. You <laughs> know, <it laughs> which is... dimensions do you want?
1: I I actually use a, a Faber-Castell 9000 ah. wooden shaft pencil. That's okay. HB. Those have just the perfect bounce for people. I like using. I like going back and forth from using a lead holder to using a wooden pencil because there's a bounce to the wooden pencil that you can't get with a metal holder. I've also got. It's weird. Golfers do this as well, but
2: yes, yes.
1: I know. I and you know anyone who's done the same thing for years and used the same tool or weapon or, or you know bow for archery or whatever. I have the very first <laughs> lead holder that I ever used to get paid to do comic work for. I still have it from years ago, and I have that superstitious thing where I use it now, especially for covers. If I'm doing a cover, I'll use that yeah. particular lead holder just because you know it's been around since the very beginning you know and why would I want to get rid of it same thing with my drafting it's the same drafting table I had when I first got you know. started yeah now, I got this... I got rid of some of the old clunky things like uh, mm-hmm. a light box a lot of us you remember those old light boxes that have oh, those, yeah you know they were I... huge and metal and they had the frosted plex on top and you yeah. plugged it in and they were initially used to look at slides, you know, for, for yes.
2: youngsters who don't know what they are. Or, is or is light your artwork on fire, but, depending on you know, how It it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: But uh, now you get one of those digital light pads, and they're awesome. You know, yeah. they're, they're lightweight and they're even lighting and the whole bit. So yeah, I highly recommend one, those tools as well. Yeah, got, oh, you got one? Yeah, got show, got one here show us. 11 by yeah. 17. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I
5: can't even put it in the screen here. but I've no, got, That's great. Yeah. Yeah, and it's got a little where I plug in the power, and
2: it. You, you can know. buy those things like craft stores because they use them. You'd be yeah. amazed at how much other tools like I'll take from other. Like this is for sewing. I'm like, well, it's, it's mine now. You can yeah, work, work, <laughs> for yeah. work for what I'm doing. Yeah, what I'm doing
1: now. Explain so, to us, Rob. Now that now that we're on the subject of the light board, explain to us your take on tracing, enhancing. You know, is it cheating? Is it cheating to trace your own work? Is it cheating to trace a photograph? Talk to us because there's all different opinions about how much is it okay to trace and how much is it okay not to trace. Yeah, come on, Rob. Destroy
2: your reputation. Tell us how much you cheat. Tell us the real stuff.
5: I cheat like an SOB. I know. Me too. Every every chance I get. Okay. Uh, And I. And I – I learned this from when I was working on Deep Space Nine at Malibu, and, okay. I, and when I first started doing it, I, you know, I, I tried to draw the likenesses. I had photographs of all the characters, okay. and I tried to draw the likenesses that way. And I, I, I just never could quite get the proportions proper. It's hard. I, I mean, I got I mean, better likenesses less. is hard. Oh yeah, man. it really so, is. So I, I, and I'd learned a, a few techniques when I was in uh, in college. On how to how to use how to use a light table to uh, uh-huh. to to sketch uh, to do illustrations based on photos. Sure. And there's the te- The technique, of course, is to know what to leave out. I mean, yeah. we, I think we've talked about that before. We did. But, uh, we did. Yeah. And so what I did was, you know, I was I watched the show. In fact, I I videotaped it. I put it on VHS tapes. And then after, when I had to do the books, I would get out those videotapes, play scenes from it to find it. because I would I would do kind of layouts of what the story was going to be like, and I would go okay now I'm going to go back and see if I can find, uh, you know, scenes from from the actual show that I can use for uh, to do for, to do the likenesses yeah for reference for the likenesses, and I took I. I studied how to how to put a a camera and this is a film camera not a video not a not a digital camera like we have today and i would have to have them the 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 pictures printed but i would set it up in front of the uh the tv set uh set the f-stop and all this other stuff the the shutter speed and everything
4: so that as i
5: played that videotape i took pictures and then i had an over what they call an overhead projector that i bought from dick Blick. And uh-huh. I would put those photos that I took inside that, and I'd blow them up or shrink them down you know and and uh then I would trace that projected image onto the page uh to to drew the likenesses and man that sped sped up what I was doing the likenesses yeah. got a lot sharper, so you know if that's cheating eh. <laughs> oh, you do it, Chuck. Oh, no, it's
2: it's. Yeah. I use, I mean, every time I see people who would have to do comics from shows and stuff with likenesses, I was like, mm-hmm. "Hats yeah. off to you, man!" I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, well, I think, uh, yeah, I, think I, know, that's I got, really tough, I got better
5: at it later.
0: It's a different. It it's it's a different situation because. Go ahead. Scott, go ahead, Scott. I was just going to say. I mean, in Rob's situation. You can't. I mean, with the comic book world, you can draw, uh, you know, Mister Fantastic, and everybody knows because he's got gray in his hair and he's skinny. And Tony Stark, you give him a goatee, Um, and his face is always kind of changing. But when you're drawing a specific character, if you need Cisco or you need anybody, I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I I I feel like it's almost necessary unless unless you're gonna unless you're gonna take forever to get their likeness. Mm-hmm. in right. in that photorealistic yeah. style yeah what um, helped
5: us is, is uh at one point in the series i got a I got an inker when i c- i could get close and he would bring it in just as the likenesses were just spot on after he got it yeah. got through his name's i believe it was T- terry pallet uh, was, oh,
4: okay.
5: was the guy who was who was doing it and I, I talked to him on the phone one time and i thanked him for that And he goes, well i don't have to do that much work on yours, Rob. There's some other guys I have to work a lot harder
1: on. (laughs) So well, you know, I, I, I was I thought you were gonna say, you know, that you back in the day that you scotch-tape tracing paper to the TV screen and, like, <laughs> traced, you know? Yeah. Which yeah, will always get it
3: awkward because the screen had a big mm-hmm. bow to it. Yeah. Uh,
2: the wife's uh, in, in the contract. background. Get
0: out of the yeah. way! Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you? He's He's there, John, what are you Pum, doing? Pum. Frame advance. Frame advance. Frame, <laughs> frame <laughs> advance. <laughs> frame frame. frame,
3: frame, frame. advance. It's really tough on a VHS player. Yeah, I know what melt The The wine's going across it. Tracking. Yeah. Got but <laughs> now really but now
5: what i do is i go I, I look for stuff on the I google stuff on yeah. the, the internet
1: and then screen cap okay. screen cap. yeah Just
5: and flop. then i put it in, and then i put it in photoshop yeah and i blow it up or shrink it down remember that page where all we have that legion oh
2: yeah. wow there you go i take it that's there world it war <laughs> Two. That's, that, that's so is that world cool. war Two? what fun. it where's that from? that's the
5: whole page that's so an original day. photo that's from the, the Roman day.
0: Empire, though. Yeah, Doug. yeah uh, obviously.
1: They, I mean, come, come on. Back then. It's, come on. Everyone movie. hold very still. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's from some movie that uh, that had from that had Romans in it.
4: Oh, like that, okay. That that her, that I, and you can her. see that I, <laughs> I did do a little
5: paste paste in back here.
4: Oh, yeah, uh, okay. I, I think okay. I
5: cut this and pasted it back here, but you can see all the the, the guys on horseback that right. I so, I pasted those in Rob later. has
0: to have an interesting and unique archive of deep space nine he has cassettes he has yes. uh he has mm. them printed out photographs of scenes that's I mean he has to have a very uh, a unique Each episode <laughs> friend by friend yes. <laughs> like you, joke,
1: you, you joke about that Scott no. but you know I have I have FedEx boxes Love yes. by 17 filled with references for the licensed yeah. books that I've done. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah, they're yeah. filled if, with if stuff. If
0: Paramount's, uh, archives ever burnt to the ground, <laughs> call Rob. We'll, yeah. we, and can I, rec- I, we can recreate Deep Space Nine. That's better. much. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I've got a question. If you don't, I, I, I know it was late, Please you know, no, but sir, I wanted you. to ask no, the artist. did, did you, oh, okay. okay. Too late. <laughs> did did, <laughs> they, did, did, um, did you discuss, um, quick off the top of your head, the most hated things you get from writers. Just maybe one or two, like the top. I, you
2: mean besides stories? So, well, oh, yeah, you can just do yeah. it.
5: Crowd scenes. Crowd, Crowd scenes. scenes. Okay,
2: okay. I okay. know Crowd Crowd somebody who like really when, hates um, fire trucks. Like when um, Scott, yeah. That's like bad. when Scott,
1: when you write things like you know, an army of yeah. thousands, thousands. Yes. teams yes. toward Mount Doom, and I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah. when do you yeah. want this done by?
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll again. tell you another one. You really want to piss <laughs> off an
2: artist? You really want to draw a five page car chase scene?
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the other cars. Thing. Cars Google, or can be can they? Cars. Cars. Google, yeah,
5: Google. I, yeah, Google. identifiable Google. car.
1: Now here's yes, Google. But here's how I solve that as well. Go to some of these um, 3D libraries online, like yes. squid and yes. Sketchfab, yeah. right? A lot yes. of them will let you just open up, not without buying the 3D model. You can open it up and rotate it. So if you've yep. got a Mustang oh, or you've cool. got you know, uh, a Chevelle or, or a Camaro, you can angle that sucker like you want it and you mm-hmm. screen cap That's it cool. and boom, take
2: it into Photoshop. It's all hmm. yours. You're so, done. Yep. Yeah. I could see. I remember I, when I would look at some of the uh, new, you know, Star Wars comics. They would always draw a Millennium Falcon, which is, you know, because I actually drew that once. I, I said I'm going to draw a Millennium Falcon freehand just for a challenge. It took me a week, and I think I pulled yeah. it off pretty well. Uh, so yeah. after that, I'm like, well, how do these people in okay. comics draw this? It was okay. Um, it was, it, I mean, it would look like a. Sh- I mean, it was, box it was
0: like round, and mostly, it was round it and had, mostly <laughs> had some details on <laughs> it. It had a, you know, it had, it had an antenna. Had a anyway, you
2: know, that's the best phallic ship I've ever seen, Aaron. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but I was like, how do these guys draw this in these comics all the time? And right, then somebody's right. like, well, they just they just use 3D models and, and draw over it. And I was like, yeah, they pose oh, it. Yeah. That makes sense. But then I started thinking about the guys in the early 80s and 70s oh, who had drawn Star Wars. And they must be looking at the new guys Why? and being like, you punks, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
5: exactly. Well, I, I mean, at, in an after show uh, uh, discussion, you, I showed you guys my model collection.
4: Right, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, lot,
5: that, part of the reason I, I have those is I built those to use as reference for Deep Space Nine. Yeah. So cool. that's now, why I built them. So, and I so, would sit with I would sit with those in my hand like this and draw them. So it's hard. I got pretty good at it.
0: As a skill set and, and also a um d I don't know, something you would like more. I I've I have found a lot of times people that can draw machines really well have yeah. trouble with people. Um, yeah. and is, is that, is that something like, is because you like you, it more you hate people? or you hate? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, or is it because, because you spend so much time? I mean, what I don't know. Does an artist, and I'm speaking in generalities, uh, do they spend their time learning the machines and then their, their skill kind of takes a backseat? This is know, kind so of going to
2: be kind of a hard one to ex- explain. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it, yeah. it's, it's individual. to the do artist. Do. It go has ahead, to go do ahead, with, here. um, Interconnectedness of form. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so when you draw a car or a vehicle, they are bits and pieces stacked on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're generally good at drawing like a cube in perspective right. or something else perspective, you can just continuously kind of stack those on top of each other to get like a boat or a robot or a car, or whatever. Humans are different because you have to take those pieces and kind of blend them in so they look like flowing in one shape. Right. Cars mm-hmm. like you could draw a car frame. Yeah. Right, but when you draw like the side mirrors, they're not you, they need to look like they're just on the car frame, they don't need to blend to... into yeah. the car frame. Yeah. Yeah. Human beings are a little organic stuff is different. This is why when you see 3D models in movies, like every time you see transformers, those transformers look like super real and they still haven't quite nailed humans to look absolutely right. real. Yeah. And it's because yeah. they're organic that sort of flowing shape versus like the stacking of blocking shapes. That's the best way I can explain it. Yeah, um, that's part of part that's
1: of what part of what Aaron's saying, I'll riff off of that just a little yes. bit. The reason hands are difficult for people to draw is because familiarity with your hands, that's one of the most familiar items yes. everyone knows what they're supposed to look like. Right. If you can't pull it off, your mistake will be glaring. Mm-hmm. Where yes. if you're drawing something no one's ever seen before, no one knows
2: if oh, you're sure. drawing it
1: wrong. Right. Sure. So, Part of it has to do with the identifiability of what you're drawing. If you're drawing a specific Mustang from 1967, Mm. you better know what you're doing because everybody's (laughs) going to go, no, that's not how the bumper is. That's not how the wheel well is. That's not how. So, again, identifiability has a lot to do with the difficulty. Mm. Um, One of the advantages of, to be honest, Aaron style versus a more realistic style is that if you're doing a more interpretive style, if you're drawing yeah. in a looser style, and this goes all the way from what Aaron's doing, which is
2: more cartoon and more caricature. Yes, yeah, I'm a cartoonist more than a, than right, a yeah. realistic illustrator.
1: All the yeah. way to Bill Sienkiewicz uh, and, and even Jock. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Jock's. Score. Oh
2: God, that's, I think that's, I that's remember his pen
1: that. name, right? Yeah. So that's a loose reality where the exaggeration level is to such a degree of disproportionate to reality that they can get away with drawing their version of a Mustang 1967, their version of a human hand their version of a recognizable object. So what you want to do as an artist is find your comfortable place on the spectrum. Okay. All the yeah. psychology majors are laughing at me now. And the psychiatrists yeah. are laughing. <laughs> <at me. laughs> what? Y'all are on the spectrum. Well, that's obvious. All artists so, yeah. are on the
2: spectrum. Obviously, obviously. The visual, <laughs> yeah. the visual yeah.
1: spectrum, right? So, you find your comfortable place all the way from pure caricature all the way to photorealism. You find your happy place on that on that line, and you stay there, and people connect with that because you're comfortable there. It's not awkward. You can tell, like, another way to answer this, Scott, is you can tell when an artist is drawing on something that he's not comfortable with. It, it feels awkward and clunky and forced, mm-hmm. so to speak. We added brands. So... Right. So, hey, Brent. Hey, Brent. Welcome, my friend. Hi. We're uh, we're talking about uh, what's difficult to draw for an artist, if, if they can draw machines. Yeah. Are they more likely to be able to draw humans and organic items if they can draw people? How much do Brent, they hate people? I'm glad
0: Brent jumped in because he'll help me with this reference. You're talking about picking a style. I yep. remember, I always found it odd, um, occasionally, like in the, in The Simpsons, Yep. they would throw in a car that was very realistic. And I remember, yes. like, uh, Apu yes. had a, what, a Trans Am or a Firebird? It was <laughs> very realistic, whereas yeah. Homer drove this rectangle, <laughs> right, you know, right. very simple. Right. And Apu's car was, like, because like, there's a He's, like, cleaning. Like he's, right, Homer, right, I, right. And then sometimes, every once in a while, they have a very realistic vehicle. And it always mm-hmm. should. I mean, it's the Simpsons. Who cares? But yeah. But you're right. Sticking with a style. You're right. You can... You can exaggerate or make it cartoony, so that when when you go when you deviate from that, it is it's right. kind of odd. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, it stands for, out. Yeah.
1: For for comedic effect, that's done and in, in yeah a, in, a, in a cartoon that's meant to be funny. But again, when you you can also make that mistake drawing comics, where if you're if you're drawing in a style that is surreal, which is yeah. a, kind of like Jim Lee, right? If Jim Lee's drawing something that's supposed to be a sports car, if he does a generic sports car, that works. If he does an exact drawing of a specific sports car, it almost stands out too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because his other stuff is stylized reality. And then you've got this hyper real thing. I mean, we've all done this before because we're like, oh, I got to get this right. Everybody's going to make fun of me if I don't draw (laughs) it right, you know. They're going to think I'm like Aaron and I can't draw anything right. That's obvious. Yeah. So, no, I'm kidding. But that that's the, the point is, it's got to, all of your work has to be consistent on that line that you've chosen to draw. And, and that can, of yes. course, move as long as it moves consistently throughout your career because you've watched artists go from their early style. Uh, I'll take Mike Mignola yeah. as an example. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you know. Mignola's work but when he first started out he was more realistic and then as he went on it became more Picasso like more expressionistic uh oh, same with, thing which with, Picasso oh well yes oh, the, 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 exactly. the gray or the yeah. blue or the, exactly. no but but uh like for Frank cubist, Miller for Ooh. example right the cubist right like yeah. Frank Miller is yeah. another example when he broke in yeah. drawing Daredevil it was more realistic house style and then he evolved into blockier style that he's more famous for so but again you know he he kept it no matter what he was drawing the style was a comprehensive complete style and that's what's important that's why people like you know aaron's style is cool because it's complete comprehensive and everything is funneled through that
2: particular lens right if I drew a super realistic car, it would it would look yeah. I exaggerate yeah. shapes and stuff a lot. Right, uh, right. And, so that
1: works. And so, Rob, our our feature here uh, mm-hmm. artist here today, mm-hmm. you what would you call your style? And obviously, you're in the more realistic school. but yeah.
2: It's. Still, I mean, I know he refers to my style as crap, so I'd be curious to see what he refers <laughs> to his yeah. style as. Yeah. Like what, what, is your, what
1: is your style? Semi crap.
5: Say
0: my crap, one step crap. above Aaron. Yeah, it's just you know crap. Yeah, polished gentlemen. crap.
5: That's <laughs> <the> polished, <laughs> polished <laughs> crap. That's polished crap. with a so, crap with a shine. <laughs> uh,
1: the other the other thing is talk, talk to us, Rob, about uh, reconciling uh, the speed of execution with detail and. Right how that? How you came to to resolve that issue with yourself, like, okay, this is the level of detail I can do and make a living doing this. Was that yes. an important step in your...
5: Especially when we were on hard deadline. You right. have to know, you have to be able to pace yourself in order to make that deadline. If you've got, that's when you start learning, okay, there's only going to be this much detail in this panel and this is going to be a light detail panel because there's there's going to be word balloons and it'll fill it in but this one here i want to i want to show more of the setting and the same thing here and i can ease off of it but here and then on the last panel we're we're coming in real tight so it doesn't need details in the background at all uh but you you learn after a while after you've done it for a while you go okay i can do this much on this type of page and get it done. So and you pace you start learning how to pace yourself. And if you know you're going to have a tough page coming up and and here's another thing. I, a lot of artists will jump around inside the book. They'll do uh-huh. page 3, they'll do page yeah. 3, then page 1, then page 12. I mm-hmm. start at page 1 and work my way through because that helps me know I if I'm on page 4, I know I've got 18 pages left to do. Right. So in a right. 22 page, in a 20 some odd page book, I can't do math in my head. Right. <laughs> what's, what's, but, what's yeah. your
1: advice on silhouettes? Talk to us about when you use silhouettes. Yeah. What are they used for? Uh, primarily.
5: They're used, as, they're used as time
3: savers. <laughs> uh, okay.
5: And especially if you've got, if you've got a scene where a couple of people are talking, you got a lot of talking heads. Uh, you can break that up. You can make it interesting by putting a, uh, uh, a, a set of silhouettes in, into the to that sequence to make it work. Uh,
2: I mean, they're also used he, for um, atmosphere too. Yes, yeah. you can yeah. also
5: do them for atmosphere, but you, generally, it's uh, it's from Wally Wood's uh, lazy layouts.
4: Uh-huh.
5: I have a co- I have a copy of that somewhere, but one of those lazy layouts is is uh, it, you know. A, a, Aaron silhouette, silhouette, Aaron has a, a silhouette like a silhouette yeah. with no with no panel borders in between a couple <laughs> of other panels i, yeah. I mean seriously that's, that's yeah. what it is i remember and, we had
2: uh, to do that the cuber score we had to draw an entire page of silhouettes harder than you yeah. think <laughs> yeah it is oh, oh, oh wow it yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. because well
1: you because you have to this? use visual cues mm-hmm. um, to identify whether it's a specific character or a specific item, uh, a vehicle, yeah. a weapon. You design your
5: characters different when you're doing them in silhouette like that. Yeah, you absolutely. Have, <laughs>
3: you have to have That's... some
5: sort of identifying thing about them.
3: Uh, yeah. so that Something should be true that... of any
5: character you create. Like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yes. Like like the Enterprise. Yes. You know, it's yeah, got in the a shape of it. Each, you know, each one of the Enterprises has a different mm-hmm. shape to it. Interesting. So... That's what the
3: Army does, or did. They would have flashcards with, with just black silhouette of. Helicopters, tanks, planes, and they have to memorize the shape. Well,
2: yeah. yeah. So I could see that, especially if you're doing like long range combat and you see this on the horizon. Yeah, they, yeah
0: they that looks Russian. They used yeah. to have um, mm-hmm. these uh, little plastic handheld um, for World War II, these uh, ID models. They're really cool, mm-hmm. detailed models. And they made them this pocket size, this big, so you hold them at arm's length. Uh, oh, yeah. for the Navy, yeah. you could identify, yeah, it's a PBY huh. Catalina or that's a. Uh, you know, Mitsubishi paddling a wine mixer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's a warthog.
3: Yeah, yeah. or oh,
0: oh. <laughs> World War II. Dean, come on. <laughs> oh. Hey, man. I, I'm, that's a, I'm all that's about a B-17, now. F-16, Falcon, Warthog. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that would be a
1: P-51D P- Mustang, D- with the bubble
0: canopy. Hey, yes. we could talk, I can talk airplanes Thank all night. You. That could be yeah, our I spin-off know. airplanes. Airplanes, <laughs> World War II. Is that airplane. an A-10? Don't get me started. On airplanes, so, oh man! Well, um, <laughs> also the P-40 sound, Warhawk. yeah, yep. yes. the sound they made. Yes. P forty, you could tell when it, you could tell
5: when the Germans were coming over because their engines were tuned more
0: mm. to, yeah. to, mm. to, to, yeah. to to what? it was a metric. It was a metric <laughs> <to. laughs> Hey, the P <laughs> fifty one I've heard is a Cadillac of the sky. Okay, it is. All right, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Name, yeah. name yeah. that yeah. movie. Name that movie.
1: <laughs> that would be Empire of the Sun. Yes, Ooh, I, I can
0: always count on you. S- uh, said absolutely. by a young, by that a young Christian who, Bale. Christian Bale. Movie. That's a great movie. Yes, I love is, that yes, movie. It is a great movie. Yeah, yes, yeah. If you haven't seen Empire of the Sun? Watch it tonight. You gotta watch it. You
1: gotta watch it. Uh, another beautiful plane silhouette. The supermarine Spitfire. Spitfire.
0: Yes. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Oh man. Hey, speaking of Spitfires, there we got some Spitfires. We've gone off on
5: a tangent. We have. We have indeed. Spitfire, bring it back. We're going to bring it, it back
0: home. Heavy <laughs> on the Spitfire and, and Wolf Hunter. Wolf Hunter should be shipping soon. Sorry, Dina, Ooh, to throw out some. But nice. hey, I, no, 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 yeah, that's good. I, I've seen the plug in a book. Plug in the if book. If you if you supported uh, Wolf Hunter and our good buddy indeed. Tim. Tim on the Tuesday show. Tuesday, Tim. Um. Yeah, he wrote a great story. World War II. Sorry. Sorry. I love. No. Uh, no. It, it's a good and one. AJ. AJ does m- machines. Yes. Airplanes, beautifully. He is spot yes. on. Talk about if you Absolutely. want to put, you know, Spitfire, that's a Spitfire. Um, mm. I think Tim, uh, a while ago, he said he had to research where the, I had something like where the throttle is, you know, what is the, what is the control panel of a Spitfire look like? Because someone's going to say, "Mm, eh, actually. Actually, there's always "Mm, In in 1943, they moved the ammeter uh, control (laughs) to the left of the altimeter. Mm. Yes. So,
1: yes. Uh, No, the gas, the the fuel gauge is (laughs) not there, actually. (laughs) So, uh, uh, Rob, uh, one last thing before we go off on another tangent. When (laughs) is it, in, in your opinion, when is it appropriate to use oblique angles, fisheye lens, special effect mm. viewpoints? When, do, when does a penciler employ those uh, camera techniques?
5: When it when it uh, when it adds to the emotion of the scene, or yeah. adds
1: to the to
5: the
1: the feel of the
5: scene. Right. Um, right. I, I, you know, I don't do a lot of foreshortening in the in the work uh-huh. that I do, unless uh-huh. it's an action scene, and then I try. You know, you want that you want wanting that punch to come out of the page at the, at the viewer. That's what always sure. got me about Kirby's work is that, man, those figures just, they came right out of the
1: panel. At, yeah. At you. So it, yeah. So,
5: yeah. It, it, so it's, so for, for example,
1: punch, it's, it's emotional, emotional punch. punch. So for example, if, if, a if a street criminal was looking up in the light of a street lamp to see Batman coming down at him, for example, or daredevil, uh, you know, you might use an oblique angle. You might use a hyper extended lens to get a fisheye view just to add to the drama of this guy's about to get crushed, that kind yeah. of thing. So again, emotional punch. What about extreme close-ups? How often do you use them and what do you use those for?
5: Um, again, it's, it's, it, it always comes back to emotion and telling the story. Yeah. Uh, okay. be, you know, if you're there are times I I remember drawing one panel in a book called uh, Daughter of Dracula, okay, where the the two characters it, it's about the, the Dracula's daughter meeting and falling in love with the Red Baron, and they okay. have a torrid love affair. And at oh, one wow. point, was all there I any know... other type
2: of love affair? That's redundant. Yeah, always
4: torrid. Yeah. Uh-huh.
5: Uh, uh, well, this one's
0: really torn. Uh, I mean, oh we're talking
5: vampire here, man. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah so, They so they so really know way. how to ratchet up the love making. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so you think yeah. you, you, you and think the you terrility. can hook me up, Rob?
2: I think you can hook race. me up with that. I, I'm, I'm always in the mood for a torrid love affair. I'll meet you in the alley out back.
1: Come on over. <laughs> oh wow, but talk about going off the rails,
0: kids. Uh, I was talking no, about was, Mustangs in that, and in Spitfires. That book, I did just the lips. Just they were the lips? They were, yeah, the
5: lips. The, the lips of her, her lips and his lips, and that's all that was in the panel.
1: Okay, so no little fangs poking out? <laughs> no, nothing. No, it, nothing, uh, nothing else, okay. not even the rest okay. of their face. Just
5: the set, sets of lips because they're about to have this really passionate kiss. Oh my mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm. so I had to keep really glasses off. Keep keep, you're keep you're getting there and
1: you're getting <gasps> yeah, right really
4: excited <laughs> here. So you might want to And what was change. the next panel? Oh, <laughs> next so um, it's
5: just uh, this good. is a family show.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay, got, so got lips and, and, <laughs> and the lips are hanging <laughs> in the air. So what next, Rob? <laughs> not, what next? Don't leave me.
3: Silverline uh, After Dark. So you'll, you'll have to buy. I'll
2: it. send you a copy of the book. <laughs> yeah.
0: Silverline behind the paywall. I Silverline Plus. Silverline Plus. Silver line plus. Right. <laughs> for the after, after hours. hours for the That's right. after wow, hour. It's just so bad.
1: So, so no, what I what I was getting toward was more the idea of like, say it was a mystery show, and you had the perpetrator reaching for the murder weapon. And you might do an extreme close-up of Mm -hmm. the hand, you know, reaching Reaching for for the the candlestick or the knife or or what have you. Um, So, again, storytelling focus, but not, you know, not overdoing it. Um, Let's see. What about closing out a book? Do you like closing out a book with a splash? Or do you stick to the script? Or do you, how much do you in Put your opinion over the writer's opinion because boy, it
5: depends on the style. We all know how that works. If we're, we're, if we're working full full script, uh-huh. I, I have I have very little input. Or occasionally, I'll go, you know, we can add another panel, or we can combine these two panels,
2: uh-huh. or you know, uh-huh.
5: this page I think we can we can do as a full splash, and then we'll move the rest of the scene to uh, to another page. So we'll add a page to the book uh things like that but uh as far as unless if you're working marvel style where you're working just from an outline or you know a page by page breakdown then that's a whole different deal that's I, I, the artist always has a lot more input when you're working that way so it just depends on the on the type of script I'm working with and, well, the, roland, and, the, and the and the writer you know
1: and the writer uh roland is, is uh he could tell you some stories about uh, our collaborations, which we'll say for a whole show where I would just say things like, you know, I'm going to make this a splash page and we're just going to push all this other stuff to the side, but you know, it works, you know, because if you're trying to tell the story and, and really grab the reader's attention without sacrificing the panel to panel storytelling, it helps to have a collaborative writer and not someone yeah. who just says, Okay, it's my way or the highway, because that helps the book. If you know, the rule of thumb really is if it helps the book. Yeah. Uh, have you had tell us have, the you story, ever, yeah. have you ever had a writer send your page back and go, Rob, what are you thinking, man? This is this, this isn't what I wrote. This is crap. Yeah. Have you yeah. have you had that happen? Did that ever yeah, happen? it anymore? happened
5: it happened one time.
1: What 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 did you do? I, tell Tell us the story well, if you don't mind.
5: Uh, well, it was a. I won't say who the writer is because I respect him a great deal, and, okay. and it, right. he he uh, he actually had a point. Thank you, Robert. But, I appreciate uh, that. It was you yeah. no, no I, I wouldn't <laughs> respect you. <laughs> you Notice he no. 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 wouldn't expect it's me to no, like came this, right this. out. <laughs> no, just no, no, but this it, it was a mystery story. And it was a it was a fair play. In other words, you had to show the clues. And the way I drew one of the clues didn't work real well. Mm. But it was because, but part of it was that it wasn't. And, and the writer took some blame for it too. He says, you know, I probably could explain that a little better what I was looking for here. But uh, that's the only time I've gotten any any kind of negative feedback like that from a writer. And right. but he had a point. I I, I probably should have done. I did research on, on trying to do the uh, do it the right way, and I probably sh- I probably shouldn't have gone so far in in trying to try and get it exactly like like the real thing is, and gone for something uh, a little more cartoony. So I don't know; it, it, it just didn't work. And he pointed could, it out.
1: You could have just called Aaron and said, "I need cartoony," and it yeah. would have been that would have, been all that would have that. solved it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but I don't,
5: but I don't respect him, so why Except, well, There's that, that. That's true. So, there's that. See,
2: there's that. So that comes into play. Well, but and he wants his around... book to look good, right? <laughs> so right, you know,
1: right. yeah. There's yeah. There's considerations. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I
5: want I want semi crap, not full crap. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That's right.
1: Never semi go full crap. Are, never go full crap, or you'll never get the award. Never uh, go full <laughs> crap. That's that's what they say <laughs> in the business. <laughs> That before we wrap bad. things up, I, I want to open the floor up to any last questions for the Paragon of Pencils, Rob Davis, before, well, we, before we close before out. We tonight. Before we get too
5: far into this, I was tasked
1: with making sure that we yes. talk about the Kickstarter. There's a oh, Kickstarter, yeah. isn't there? Yes. It the it's, it's, Let's it's, talk about
5: and it's getting close to to its goal and maybe yeah. getting a stretch goal. Going. so we should stretch should mention That stretch and I'm surprised awesome. Aaron hasn't said something because Aaron this talked book to us. of one about talk yeah. to us about oh, the kickstarter drawing man. right
2: now. Yeah, yeah, we're doing the uh, obsoletes beyond the stars. I think that was the other one, and beyond uh, the stars, that's the Gray. Gray. Ron, Ron yeah. 40, <laughs> yeah, I think books. we're yeah, in 500 one. in one, and, and it's not just an anthology with short stories, or are actually three complete issue ones of one book, which I thought was right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can choose your own cover too yeah. yeah, I mean obviously you would choose mine but <laughs> sure. um, you can't choose sure. your own only cover only respect Aaron
1: Which and only if you didn't want to you know, you bring that up well okay
2: maybe you know
1: <laughs> instead of semi crap
2: semi crap um, it, yeah
1: it's Did all you want on to a look absolutely,
2: if my covers spectrum, actually do yeah. give the smell the whole complete crap smell so there's that too <laughs> um, wow. the whole yeah. trifecta yeah Talk uh, about a spectrum, man. It
1: keeps going downhill. See, it, get, see, uh, I think if Barb had been
5: there, we'd have been a lot nicer about
1: all this. Know. Uh, uh, well, you no, know, yeah, the, boy, the boys did. are back in town. The boys yeah. are back in town. Yeah. And, you know, before we sign out tonight, I, I like to bring us all together for that one final moment where we say what we say. Uh, what what do we say, guys? Oh, when we when we're, we're about to are,
0: is that? Where we are, you know, already
1: say give up? Believe it or not. Yeah, yeah we know, Time flies. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. When Aaron, you know, when Aaron goes off on a tangent, time flies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we like to say, make money. Make, make mine. Still still mine. Still Hello,
0: everyone, and welcome to the 18th. Yes, 18th
3: kickstarter for Silverline. Hi, I'm I'm Greg Horn. Make mine Silverline.
1: Thank you for listening to the Silverline Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We know we ramble sometimes, but we have fun. And after all, isn't that what comics are all about? We hope you'll follow us on all our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Reddit, me, we, gab, and whatever new thing pops up between now and the time you listen to us, please like, follow, share, and remember, make mine silverline.